You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Johnny, your host, Down to the Root, where we get down to the root of all things cannabis. We have a special guest with us today joining us. Thank you very much. Here's Joe from Green Revolution. Thanks for coming out. Hello, hello. Thank you very much for coming out and taking time of your day to hang out with us. Super excited to be here. Thank you, Johnny. Joe with Green Revolution at Instagram, EXP Green Revolution. There you go. There you go. So make sure you follow, check them out. And let's jump into it. Tell me a little bit about yourself, your journey on how you got into cannabis. And then we could touch on the brand. Yeah, thank you, Johnny. My journey, ooh, what a journey it's been. Cannabis is something that was ingrained in my life from a very early age. When I was a young man, young little boy, I could say, I actually uh, you know, had uh, quite the experience. When I was 16 years old, my house was raided, had a gun put to my head. Wow. And you know, essentially, I like to say I took a, a lemon tree and made lemonade out of it. There you go. The old cliche quote, take your lemons and make some lemonade. I agree with that. Long story short, I, uh, you know, I found Green Revolution about five years ago and dropped everything that I was doing to join the company. Totally believed in the integrity, the passion, the transparency behind the brand and really, you know, aligned with the mission statement, the principles, the brand itself was just something that I connected with. Uh, The owners, the CEO, we really connected on another level in terms of what we wanted to do for this industry and taking another kind of angle of quality and transparency to a totally radical level. Um, But long story short, you know, I've been here for five years. We started up in Washington State and have become the uh, number one distributed cannabis brand in Washington State market. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you, man. It took a lot of work. It's a humbling thing to say because it didn't happen overnight. You know, it was a long 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 journey five six years in the making and you know it's what really got us to california we brought ourselves here on our own token we've been here now for a little over a year and things are just onward and upward i did want to touch on that you did mention washington you guys started in washington and then you guys came out here to california and now you guys are killing it so we'll talk about that transition like what are the obstacles that you guys came across to get to this point where you are so far? It's a totally different market. I think a lot of people get caught up in that they're different entities, but the cannabis industry is one. Washington and California are just as similar as Southern California and Northern California. And those two markets are extremely different. So if you were to go even Central California, all things considered, it's a totally different market, totally different demand, totally different customer. Really, it's generally California, but it's the same thing with Washington. And one thing I've noticed over the years is that that spirit, that passion, that level of integrity that comes with people that really care, that are true to the plant, is what I like to say, it's really, it's synergistic across the market. The industry in itself, if you have integrity and passion, you're here to be true to the plant and by all means, true to the plant, it's going to show itself. And I believe that's really what we've done in an essence and as a brand coming into California and that's speaking volumes about ourselves is, you know, the people and the roles of these 
companies that are in California, but really pushing the thread, pushing the needle in radical transparency. You did touch on how everyone has their own kind of preference of, I guess, product. Like what is green? What does Green Revolution offer? Can you talk about the line? Like I did take a look. You have all, basically a little bit of everything. Dude, we got a lot of products. Yes, we got a ton of products. Let's let's uh, yeah. So jumping right into it, we have basically everything but flour. We're bringing to the California market essentially our whole array that we've worked on for years and years, not just the classic tinctures and topicals that are our foundational wellness products, but really the whole bread and butter. We're talking beverages, energy, sleep shots, joint packs, our live resin line. We have our pet tincture, avocado oil tinctures, our water-soluble beverage mixers, our RSO, our baked goods. The list goes on and on and on. (laughs) Nice. That's amazing to hear because obviously we love weed (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we love it in all shapes and forms and different ways of actually intaking weed. What's your favorite way of intaking cannabis? I can't lie. I like the classic. I'm a a dad. So, you know, me kicking with my classic bowl and some flour, that's that's always the move for me to go to. Every now and then I'll dab. Every now and then I'll hit some vape pens, but... Generally, I'm a flower guy, 100% through and through. (laughs) Flower is king here, at least in my show. I I tend to agree. I love flower because you get to have that whole terpene profile. You have the entourage effect. You have all that goodness, right? And uh, I did want to ask about the product specifically. Uh, What makes these particular edibles kind of unique? Yeah, you know, focusing in on our doozies specifically, uh, not just generally all of our edibles because they all have something super unique to them but these doozies are something that took us quite a few years to create they're an all-in-one fruit juice concentrate gummy 3d cloud shaped has a live resin terp sauce with an rso base oil they're vegan gluten-free they have no artificial so it's not distillate no distillate what no distillate wow Yeah, we're talking rso oil if you're not familiar you should check it out rick simpson he was the man he really created the pathway for us to evolutionize it. We like to call it RSO Evolved okay. uh, because if you know what RSO is from the core extraction, what he was using, crude alcohol or, you know, uh, really the same alcohol that's in Listerine, which would be poisonous to drink um, and a variety of other mediums. Uh, we use a, a different extraction technique, organic cane alcohol. And so through that, we create a Rick Simpson oil, which we like to call call RSO Evolved, not taking his name, but taking what he had created and making it better. Hence the name Green Revolution. You know, we really believe that staying true to the plant, but revolutionizing, innovating, reformulating, and rethinking has really empowered us to do something different. And with these, they are going to be the first gummy in the California market that actually has not only the COA from the lab on the backside on that actual label for retail stores, it's going to have the COA for a nano particle size, which has never been done across the globe. Wait, what, what is that nano? Like you're, you're starting to say things I might not understand That's or some right. of our listeners. Right. You know. You're the man, Johnny. What is nano? Asking the right questions. <laughs> so what is nano? Well, nano is a type of application or process that has been used in the medical industry and essentially what it is is you're taking that particle size down to a nanoparticle a nanoparticle 
is uh, super, super small, almost to a microscope particle size. And essentially, by taking that fat-soluble cannabinoid to a nanoparticle size, we're making it that much more absorbable. And what does that mean? Well, when you simplify it and you break it down into one fat cannabinoid molecule, and imagine taking that fat molecule into thousands and thousands of smaller molecular-sized cannabinoids, you then would open up the bioavailability. So when you put that into your body, your body is going to rapidly absorb it. So it's going to go directly into your bloodstream about four times more efficiently. With these particular edibles, they do have our nanoprocess and even better, you're going to have that lab result, that certification of the nanoparticle size. So I, I, that creates consistency. Exactly. It's, 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 you know what to expect from it because a lot of edibles, at least me personally, depending on which ones they are, it's kind of hit or miss if I'm being honest. It's always hit or miss. It's 100% always hit or miss. It's uh, the reason for that is a variety of things. I mean, depending on the medium, what you're using to infuse with, whether it's butter or coconut oil, some of them are more fattier than others. What do you so, guys use? Well, we use a base oil of MCT coconut oil okay. in this for the phospholipids. And what's unique about those phospholipids is they're also lipid soluble. So they're fat soluble, just like cannabinoids. We actually bind those to the fat soluble cannabinoid molecule and then through a lot of high pressure and time, we're able to refine it down to a nanoparticle size, keeping that same full spectrum profile from the base oil. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, that yeah. nanotechnology, that new, new, it's that revolutionary edible. It's, it comes within the name itself. You guys also have like avocado tinctures, right? Are That's people my... using that to cook or what's going on with that? Those are, uh, those are a classic for me. Those are one of my favorite products. Those are oh, yeah. an all-organic, non-GMO, avocado oil-based tincture. They are full-spectrum, taste absolutely delicious for an avocado oil base, and, you know, really uh, something totally different. You know, a lot of people use MCT oil in tinctures. The avocado oil is so much lighter. It's like silk on your tongue. This goes down. I've tried it. Super smooth. It's also makes you feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> and then is there different ratios? Because I know a lot of people, there's certain people that just love THC. They're just like, just give me the THC. I don't need anything yeah. else. But then there's other people that kind of like get into it a little more like myself personally and like some CBD, maybe some CBG. And uh, tell me more about that. Like what are the effects of all those other things, components that you're adding into it? For sure, you know, it's not even just the uh, cannabinoid profile. We actually, in every single product that we produce, and what's super unique, that we have our live resin au jus terp sauce infused into every single product that we create into four different profiles, and each package is color-coded by that profile. So this blue is our Elevate profile, which is a hybrid enhanced or hybrid profile. This is through a single-strain specific terp sauce extraction or live resin extraction with the spillover of terps. I did see you guys have different profiles. I like how you have the elevate, you know, the fly, 
What are the other ones? Relief and chill. So what is that? What is that? Did you guys create your own little like profile? We did. We did. And we give you all that information. A lot of these players now are doing isolated botanically derived terpenes. We decided long ago we were always going to be true to the plant from the very beginning. This was a core mission statement for Green Revolution. And in that, we have to use a cannabis-derived strain-specific Thank you. Profile. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Check, <laughs> I appreciate <check. laughs> that. Okay. It's important. It's super important. And, you know, the consumers need to know. They need to know. Right, because we're in taking, there's so many products, there's so many brands out there, and it's just like, you, you it's, it's, it's safer for you, right? It's the same that you're inhaling something, you want to know what's in the product. You're eating something, you also want to know what's in the product, because... It, you might have after effects and it's kind of like it's up to your own discretion discretion it's like try it at your own risk kind of thing and i'm like me personally i'd like to know what i'm putting in my body you have to one of the beauties about california is the compliance testing everyone's held to a higher quality standard than ever before so one thing i do admire about the california regulations is at least compared to some of the other recreational markets although there are some issues the labs aren't perfect from this one to that one they're a little different that's you know reasonable but generally the lab equipment that's being used and the tests that are being performed are much more rigorous than most recreational markets i did see that you guys like to do the testing more than once is that is that the case or how does that five times per batch and ooh, is it pricey the products that we have to produce in cannabis is it's really insane and especially if you're a healthy eater if you consider yourself someone that goes to whole foods or tries to shop more organic or non-gmo really the products you're getting in the cannabis industry in california are at that level if not above it right because of the testing that goes into it and how many times it's tested that's amazing how many times it's you guys are testing your products. That's yeah. I, I honestly that's unheard of for me personally because I know that they test it at least once. <laughs> and then you know And then you don't know what happens. Then, right? you it just gets you, you eat it. Yeah, you're feeling yeah, good. <laughs> you're feeling good exactly. So I appreciate all the information because it's like like I just mentioned, there's so many brands and you don't know kind of which ones to choose from and you kind of like go based off the fancy packaging. If I'm being honest, a lot of people that are newbies, they go into a dispensary yeah. and they ask like, hey, you know, what what should I try as my first time? Because I do notice now with the California market being legal for the past couple of years now, where we're getting a, a whole group of new people new that are curious, yeah. that want to try weed, but then they're misguided. They have a bad experience, first experience, and then they're like totally turned off by it. But I feel if there would be something that's more like this, a little bit more like you know what to expect, that would help a lot. Yeah, it hits you faster. You can gauge the effects. It's more controllable. It's always more consistent because those cannabinoids are dispersed throughout that entire product. So if you eat just a tiny piece with other base oils, you may be getting a little bit of that gummy, but all the cannabinoids might be on the other side of the gummy. It's not completely homogenized throughout the entire end product, which is incredibly important if you're talking about accuracy, consistency, and control, which the market demands. It's down to the science. 
Absolutely. Which is what I, I appreciate about this brand because it's obviously shows based on the ingredients and the packaging and everything that comes with it that you guys actually care. So can you go back into like the the origins, like the philosophies and the mission statement of Green Revolution? Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, props to the team. Shout out to everyone in Green Revolution too, because couldn't do it without the teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, I agree. We have a a stellar team from top to bottom. Our CEO and co-founder is a master's degree in chemistry. Our other co-founder is a, uh, he's actually nutritionist and super knowledgeable dude he brought us a lot of our product formulations as a base but working with some different food scientists around the world uh, we've created products that really align with our brand mission what that really is is to be true to the plant and our mission is to provide people from all walks of life with the highest quality innovative products and solutions to power their quest to live better healthier and more positive lives we really pride ourselves on being genuinely and radically transparent with ourselves and with each other's brand. We have brand principles that we actually read aloud to each other every meeting. Wow. We take it really serious and, you know, we hold each other accountable. So in our company, there is a culture of if you know better, you do better. And if you know better, you stop and you raise the flag, right? If you know something's not right, you stop what you're doing, you go to your superior or your lead or your whatever, your manager, your com- camaraderie, whatever you want to call it. You know, we're pretty open and you let them know. And, and we have always had that open mindset as a culture in our company. And it's it's helped us really evolutionize at a faster rate than most, I would say. Man, that's amazing. Okay. I did want to ask because... A lot of times we live in a world where, especially with social media, a lot of things are very highlighted. We only see the good things. Tell us a story about an obstacle that you guys kind of had to come across and get it over as a, as a brand. I'm sure there's so many, but so many. you know, it's like, um, this is so what many. the listeners want to hear. Cause it, it's just, it gives, it's a fresh perspective for someone that yeah. it's, it's it, it looks like everything's great. It's all, they're good to go, but it takes work and it's effort and a lot of process to it's get madness. to that point. It's right? madness. So it's chaos. All of it is. It's, it's, it's I mean, pure it madness. beautiful chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful chaos. You're exactly right. But really, you know, we thrive in the madness. I think in the cannabis industry, we're advancing so fast. There's so much new information that we have that we're receiving every day every single day it's like a year and you know to keep up with it you you have to be constantly on your toes you have to be nimble which is not always the easiest but it is definitely fun it is enjoyable because every day is a new day the uh the difficulties that we have had it's really hard to uh, nail it down to one but i would say just from you know a testing and delivery standpoint when you're covering a lot of ground like the state of California to deliver fresh product that's been manufactured in a lean environment is not easy. And one thing that we do as a company is we have a two, three month rule. So we don't like anything to be manufactured and sold outside of that time period, which does make it really difficult because we're constantly running lean inventory. And if we got a big store that comes and orders a couple thousand units, it's going to postpone us about a week or two. We are going to have to make those batches fresh for them, you know, and continue to scale at that level as those orders start to increase. But yeah, uh, 
That's it's definitely going to increase. I know that for sure. <laughs> we did do a study in Washington State, which okay. was really interesting. That we took interesting. we took a base oil to okay. six different labs, and in every single lab result, it was astronomically different. Over fifty percent variance from lab A to lab B, and all between. It was very eye-opening, alarming, but something we had to come back on and actually report on and work with the state to standardize some of the testing. And in that market now, which it's been evolving since 2012, they finally have an equivalent level of testing that California does. But I would say that California has a lot of money. So the (laughs) testing equipment that you have here, you know that it's pristine. You know it's top-notch, top of the line, and you have a lot of professional companies. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that what would be the major difference, at least from what you've experienced, between the Washington market and the California market? Because I know that I've heard there's a lot of differences, and I'm not talking about price point. That's a given. Mm-hmm. The people, for the sure. People. Okay. The people. I think everyone's a little bit different in each market, though we're all the same. The customer still wants that 30% THC and above, right? <laughs> <laughs> that $25 eighth, we all know that's always the same across every market. That doesn't change. But I think generally the level of education, but information versus misinformation. That's the alarming part that I've noticed after spending three years, three plus years in Washington, close to two years in California you immediately notice. And from North to Southern California, there's a difference and not to generalize either of them because there's really smart people in both markets. Right. There's really professional people in both markets. Both very passionate as well. Exactly. So to say one over the other is super not fair. Now, there's probably more intelligent people here in California than Washington, for sure, no debate. But I would say generally the public demands a more transparent at the consumer level, more transparent level of information from the brands that are in that market. And what I mean by that is when you say something like this is a live resin vape, it better be a live resin vape because the bud tenders themselves can tell the difference immediately based on the physical device. Uh, It's a telltale sign if you know what you're looking at. Come on, guys. Come on. And in California you know, some of these main brands, which unfortunately control the market. I don't know how that happened, but we let it happen. And they're pushing a product that just frankly isn't what they say it is. And in, in Washington, you just don't see that happening. So what I would say to me, that's the difference. It's not a, a fact of who's smarter, who's more educated. It's just a fact of misinformation. There is a bigger push on misinformation in the California market than in the Washington market. Nice. Okay. Had me thinking basically. Um, yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's it's hard so to put So would you say it's like a hype factor? It is. It is partially a hype thing. You know, it's a very celebrity-driven market here. Definitely. I it's very celebrity-driven. You know, we're in LA. It's the city of angels, the city of stars. When I walk into a store and I say, yeah, I've got nano products, people roll their eyes at me because everyone and their mothers coming out with a nano product, proclaimed nano product, right? right? But what exactly is a nano product? If I was to sell you this product and I said, hey, listen to me, it's got 100 milligrams of THC, but I didn't take it to the lab. I don't actually know it's got 100 milligrams of THC. 
But I promise you, I did it, so you can trust me, just take it. Would you want to believe me if you didn't know me? Probably not. So it's the same thing with nano. But these, these, you know, a lot of people coming into stores saying, oh, I've got a nano product. And I have to remind them, A, you know, I, I might be bald, my name is Joe, but I'm not another Joe Schmo. Uh, we have the first nano product that actually has a COA with it. It's a, a what was it, the term emulsification process? Yeah, or? yeah, we like to call it our UNET ultrasonic nano emulsification technology. There you go. We, uh, we trademark that ourselves because it's different than what a lot of people are pushing. A lot of people have a micro emulsion or macro emulsion, whatever you want to call it, mm. typically macro emulsion, uh, which is sustained within a liquid. It's not technically the nanoparticle size. We have taken it down to a nanoparticle size under 500 nanometers nanoparticle in scale. Uh, and through that, when you take that into your body, I mean, it's rapidly absorbed as we talked about, but just far more effective and easier to control in general. So when I walk into a store, one of the best things is that on our actual package, you have the COA for that nanoparticle size. So I can't just bullshit you anymore. I can't say, we've got a nano product. We're the only one proving that we have a nano product. So, you know, check, check. And not only that, it, talk about the flavor, because I- Fire. <laughs> unbiased, this is so totally unbiased. Fire. Obviously I have him as a guest, but I love the gummies. I love the doozies. The fruit flavor, it's very true to the fruit, honestly. You get like some edibles, it says it's mango or something. It's nothing like mango. It's like orange juice or something. It's right. terrible. I attribute that to the real fruit. No <laughs> fake fruit concentrates. Yeah, we do 100% real fruit. And, you know, we source from local small farms too. We get our, our concentrate fruit purees from them. We have a Napa Valley white peach, which is this one right in front of us. From I was going to ask what area. Okay, and, Napa uh, Valley. Yeah, that's, uh, oof, that one's my favorite. I don't know, the mango chili that we're about to launch, uh, that's, that's a hard one because that one's just really fire. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, mango? yeah, it's coming down in like two, three weeks. So, I mean, we got it. I'm about to launch the best gummy in California. Okay. So, watch out. The mango. <laughs> mango is super popular in California, and I'm so excited for that. Add some chili on there and it's even better. Add chili? Okay. Yeah. Now you're talking Mango about... Chili. Now you're talking my language because obviously I like spicy food, naturally. Um, but you're adding on mango and spiciness. It's like perfect combination. And we, at least for the fans that are, are love mango, you know. Yeah, it was actually quite the journey in creating that product. You never realize what goes into a product. And a lot of times as a consumer, when you're at the store just don't have an appreciation for it unless, unless you've been on this side of the water and you know I work on the packaging and the product formulations and everything in between with the brand and this packaging alone took us over a year just to design which is kind of crazy when you look at it because you're like really how did that take a year <laughs> well we had to come up with the new logo we had to reorganize where we wanted everything and we have over a hundred products to figure out how are we gonna make them all work uniformly but I'm sure the process is enjoyable. Like yeah. just the fact of seeing it like in yeah. production and the development and every, all your ideas are actually as a collective, your ideas, they sum up into the final product. Yeah. One of the really cool things that we did, and I think it's a huge takeaway for a lot of people that are potentially listening, is that we didn't create a house of brands, which is what a lot of cannabis companies, I would say the majority of them are thriving or striving to do. Uh, is to create brands that don't really necessarily relate, that look different. 
So for a gummy, you know, I'm gonna maybe change the brand name of it like we did with doozies, but we kept everything very clear under Green Revolution so that it was always building towards one brand, branded house, not just a house of brands. Gotcha, okay, that's interesting. It's interesting because what we noticed in Washington is that we had products like doozies that, you know, at the time didn't actually have Green Revolution pronounced. We have our wild side beverages, which they're coming. They are coming very soon and they are delicious. Real fruit inspired sparkling beverages, variety of ratios, cannabis derived terpene enhanced, antioxidants, electrolytes. We're talking, it's coming. That Summer is 2021. intense, you guys. This is down to the science. So go make sure you go check them out. And because Green Revolution is doing it, obviously it's in the name. That's amazing. That's all I could say. Revolutionized. It's revolutionized. EXP Green Revolution. Check us out. I did want to also ask, um, how about a time like when you were too baked on edibles? Have you ever had Oof. an experience with that? Oh, come on. Of course. Many, many times. Time I was too baked on edibles. Oh yeah, there was this one time I was so stoned. I went ice sledding down a massive ass hill. Have you ever taken a brick of ice and put a towel on it and gone down a big hill? No, I have not. That's in my to-do list. (laughs) It works really well. You slide like a motherfucker. (laughs) I'm sure. Especially on a hot day. I'm telling you, like you go down a real. It's all melting while you're on with the warm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Don't slip off that shit either, because you'll be rolling and rolling. But yeah, we did that. It was a it was a blast. They never did it before. I had a friend that was like, hey, let's go do this. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I recently <laughs> went to Big Bear with family, and then we yeah. just were sliding down the snow. It was fun. Got to get that snow. And then um, you also, do you guys do vapes? You guys said? Soon to come, send to come. We've okay. got some uh, liquid live vapes, uh, li- live resin sauce coming down the line. Probably about two to three months on those, but okay. boy, oh boy. They are tasty, terpy, delightful, no botanical bullshit. None of these uh, foreign terpenes, I want to say. <laughs> I know. I don't I don't get all of that. So it's important that you know yeah. what you're, you're intaking in your body because we definitely want to, I guess, utilize the entire plant to its, to its essence. Exactly. Because a lot of times um, it's just being mistreated. Um, you got to respect the plant. It's the plant that can do it all. It's really a, an incredible plant in itself. And through selective breeding, the cannabis plant in itself is thousands of years ahead of all other plant species in the plant kingdom. And that's, you know. And it's for a reason. Industry. It's yeah. kind of like it was given to us. Um, and we definitely need to utilize it to, our, <laughs> to what we need to do. it Because, you know, you, got, you can make clothing out of it. You can make yeah. houses out of it. You can utilize it for energy. Have you More guys looked come. into that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and this year, we've got some really exciting things. Actually, starting in April, all of our packaging is going to be 100% recycled material. The only one that's the exception is currently this one right here, our doozies. That is something we are working on, but generally, we moved into this bag to remove individually sealed plastic bags in every single doozy. So through going to one plastic CR bag here, Mylar bag, We've actually removed 10 individually sealed doozy bags, gotcha. which it's a little bit of waste reduction. Ultimately, we strive for something that's going to be recycled material and recyclable, but all of our other products will be from recycled material, from hemp, 
and 100% recycled. Because the ones before the packaging, it was in a box and it was single in the in a bag individually, right? Correct. And that was was that because it, for to avoid for it melting and getting stuck to each other? Exactly. I've had yep. edibles and I leave it out in the sun for like 20, 30 minutes, and now I just have one big old edible. <laughs> So I'm not complaining, but yeah. I was like, now I don't even know how much is what. Yeah. Oh, 100 milligrams. I'll take it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we did individually seal them for that reason. Edibles melting is a huge problem. We use an apple fiber pectin so much better than the uh, gelatin base. Gelatin base and sun just melts. And yes, it does. These really hold under sun. We actually do R&D tests constantly. We have an iron environmental chamber that puts them at a really high temperature and pressure and we run a variety of environmental studies on it. What constantly. flavors does it come out in? These flavors that we have currently in market are juicy peach. We have our cherry, which is a sour cherry, our Marionberry, which is kind of that classic Washington, Oregon flavor. If you don't know, it's it's really a kind of northern Oregon, southern Washington flavor. And then we have coming down the line our lemon lime, our mango chili, and our watermelon. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> Tasty and in a 3D shaped cloud. And then <laughs> honestly, what I love is the ratios. The fact that you have yeah. multiple ratios. So it's like literally every type of cannabis consumer. Exactly. It's, it's up to them. Yeah, we've got CBN rich gummies, five milligrams CBN, 10 milligram THC. We have our one to one ratio, which is these ones. We have our 20 to one ratio CBD dominant. And we have our new one coming down to be determined. <laughs> I can't speak yet because it's going to be something new to the market, California. Really exciting for the stores, you know, that might be hearing this. We have a product, a gummy that's just, it's its really going to take it to the next level. We're yeah, about progression. Where, where can we find you guys? Like if somebody wanted to go to a dispensary and be like, hey, I want some Green Revolution gummies. Absolutely. Check us out, greenrevolution.com. Find your retailer. We've made it easy for you to find one of our retail partners. There's always the info at greenrevolution.com email. You can reach out to us. Joe, J-O-E at greenrevolution.com. You ever want something, feel free to hit me up, uh, point you in the right direction. Currently, we're in a little over 75 retailers in the state of California in the last year. Uh, we do have some pretty big delivery services that we work with that do have about 50 plus different areas they deliver in. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, we're strategically launching with partners in each area. And we have had to turn down a few retailers, about 10 or so, that just, we're not interested in working with them. Sorry, right. you got to get your shit together. No, definitely. And <laughs> it's, it's a whole, it's business and, and it's all about relationships. Yeah. Um, and you got to have that down. Um, obviously, you got to come through when you say you're going to come through and stick to your word. That's just how I am as well, right? Yeah. So I did want to um, also, because you are in a couple of dispensaries and you can find you online, is... As a company, do you guys do any like extracurricular activities, like any community work, or like are you guys involved in any food back, giving back, or anything? Absolutely, community related. Over the last five six years, we've we've done a lot uh, for the community. I mean, we have done tons of local cleanups. You know, the beach cleanup that we love to do with your inspired by cannabis official page and yourself and the community that you really brought together. I think is incredible for California. In Washington, we actually have a bee farm, um, honeybees. We do a variety of uh, kind of like things that we've done with the vets. Uh, we did do one campaign where we did like a, 
there's a local veterinary office down there and animal clinic that has sheltered animals. And we built, basically built out an adopt me um, type of an event where we kind of had a farmer's market on a Saturday and a Sunday. We had a variety of dogs and cats down there and we were linking that together with the cannabis store and also you know, for some animals that needed a home. We That's were amazing. Place them. Yeah, so you're basically normalizing cannabis in, yeah. in those actions because a lot of times you, you, a lot of times, I don't know why people kind of exclude cannabis like it's something bad or like yeah. it's out of the ordinary, but it's just a plant, right? So doing things like that, cleanups and like adoption shelters and that's amazing. Yeah. Because that's only going to like normalize it and destigmatize. Absolutely. I, I've got a big passion for animals, pets. I think that if you're have any type of relationship with cannabis, you you need a, a little pet. You need a doggy. You need a cat. <laughs> you need you you need a little companion. But really, uh, I actually started out wanting to be a veterinarian, and um, I went to school to be a vet tech and finished that off. I did a hundred hours of job shadowing. Boy, oh boy, do veterinarians have quite the heart of steel? And you're supposed to know like damn, every animal, right? It's not just it's uh, just ruthless. You just have to be heartless, you know, putting those animals down. is uh, It's not so cool. It's not so cool. Well, I did want to ask a big thing that I'm going to start asking in every show to every guest. And this is a big one that I want people to kind of get. Um, so the cannabis industry, what is one myth that you would like to kind of debunk that's within the cannabis industry? This is kind of your Killer time. Killer question, Johnny. Killer question. What God, is one myth that I want to debunk? Oof. I know there's a lot. Yeah, there's you a lot. You got to pick one. Now you're like really making me stumble. <laughs> one myth that I would want to debunk is definitely the live resin sauce and vape pen crisis that we have. It's it's like a plague. I mean, it, it. you just need to understand that when you clarify an oil and it's clear, it's been removed. You've removed essentially that terpene rich profile that's natural to the plant and reintroduced it through a terpene profile that either is botanically derived, even chemically derived in the lab, which isn't happening as much anymore, thank you VapeGate, but still with the botanical terpenes. And a lot of companies producing a distillate and taking 5% of live resin terps and putting that into a base oil of distillate and calling it live resin it's a distillate with live resin terps. So let's just call it out as it is. Let's label it as it is. Let's market and sell the product for what it is so that consumers understand the difference. So when they go to buy a live resin product, they can clearly understand why it's so much better if it's actually what it says it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. And I wholeheartedly agree with that because a lot of times you don't even know what you're smoking on when it comes to distillate or a vape. Yeah. And that's essential because I know there's a lot of companies out there that claim it's live resin or resin or refined. I don't know what name they're giving it, but it's not what it is. And um, I wholeheartedly appreciate you for coming out here yeah. and, um, you know. Thank you, Johnny sharing what your knowledge and your experience and it's it's amazing so thank you so much appreciate you anything else you'd like to let us know before we wrap up no just keep an eye out for us green revolution check out our page exp green revolution you can also find me j-o-e underscore der d-e-r-r instagram feel free to hit me up anytime and 
wish you all the best. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, Joe. Then that's from Green Revolution. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. And make sure that you tune in every Saturday to Down to the Root. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.